Welcome to the Foundations podcast series, where we build our present on the foundations of the future. On each episode, we'll feature either an educational, tactical guide or a special guest whose story will help pave the way to a stronger foundation in life, business, and beyond. This show is sponsored by the SalesCast community, a place where entrepreneurs and sales leaders build revenue-first podcasts. Join the community for free at salescast.community. Before we get started in today's episode, I want to ask you, do you want to learn the four faculties that you must master to excel in all areas of life? Do you want to discover how to get exceptional results from proper preparation? Do you want to learn how to develop an agile mind to effectively respond to all types of attacks and prevail? What about applying your native abilities to accelerate your success at work, home, and in personal relationships? And master the number one secret to achieve astonishing success. Success that is so tremendous, it astonishes the person who achieves it. Uh, Today, we're speaking with seasoned attorney, Eric Todd Johnson, who assembled this program to share some of the key lessons that professionals are taught on how to confront adversity and prevail. By program, I mean um, worst to first, which we're going to learn more about today. He had to learn these things himself. He was a housekeeper who was rejected by every law school to which he applied. Once he learned how lawyers overcame obstacles, he slipped into the law school of his choice, but was literally last in his class due to low grades. Regardless, once armed with the techniques and approaches professionals use to excel in life, he leapt from worst to first in his law school class. These are lessons learned to confront opposition and prevail. Learning to defeat difficulties has enabled Mr. Johnson to work on projects well beyond his expectation, including a billion-dollar lawsuit and billion-dollar business deals. These are the lessons that have long been reserved for the elite, but that are now shared to help anyone who is willing to try again to be their best. Worst to First builds on and complements the teachings of other leading success educators like Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, Jack Canfield, and Dr. Deepak Chopra. Very privileged and honored to have Eric on the show today. Eric, how are you doing? Hey, Chris. Doing good, thanks. How does it feel to have like your whole show summary read like that? Yeah, that's, uh, that's fresh. That's good. Awesome. Well, I'd like to learn a little bit more about the author here. Um, Let's start with where you're from. Yeah, I grew up uh, in the greater Seattle area, a little town called uh, Tukwila, uh, which is, it's grown a bit since I was, uh, was a kid there. And uh, we were kind of, kind of edge of civilization back in the day. Uh, You know, there were deer in the woods behind our house and raccoons and skunks and things like that those are all apartment buildings and houses now so it's uh it's changed a bit since then but uh it was it's great growing up there so let's fast forward a little bit um what were some pivotal moments in your childhood uh you know i don't know uh not really sure what to say that but there's, there's a number of things that, uh, that I did growing up that maybe uh, kind of uh, set the stage for other things. 
Um, when I was about nine years old, I started selling door to door. My mom found this company that they'd get this little tray with different things, you know, some chocolates in it, some little home tools, different things. And I just go door to door and they were probably all pity sales, but you know, housewives would buy things and I'd make money that way. Later on, I was a, a newspaper boy for our neighborhood. Uh, in the summer times, uh, I would pick strawberries and other, uh, other produce right alongside uh, migrant workers to try and drum up some money. I even, uh, even uh, as a teenager indulged in some dumpster diving, uh, grabbing beer bottles and pop bottles and newspapers, other things that were recyclable and uh, turning those into make a little money. Wow. So you were entrepreneurial from the very beginning and you actually shared with the, uh, me that growing up, you actually meant to play basketball for the Seattle supersonics, but you learned that you'd probably have to be successful at something else. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'm a huge Seattle Supersonics fan. It still hurts me that they're gone. <laughs> so when did you learn that you had to, you may have to try uh, something else instead of basketball? Um, I was only five foot two in high school and, uh, and I was under a hundred pounds. So that's kind of when the coach kind of explained to me, you know, size matters. <laughs> <laughs> this might not work out. Yeah. Um, but let's keep this going. Like what, what are some of the greatest accomplishments of your career, of your life? Uh, you know, in my career, um, uh, I just, I was really stunned in law school when, you know, I started last in my class and uh, really didn't have high expectations. Uh, you know, I, I got to know some of my classmates. I mean, uh, I graduated with Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young from law school. There were other NFL players in my law school. Um, I mean, there were just people were so uh, impressive. Uh, any number of my classmates had never had a B in their life. They'd always been straight A's. I had never had straight A's. And... Um, so I, you know, I went to law school and I just put my head down and was just thinking, you know, just don't flunk out, right? Just, just uh, do, do what you can to, to stay here. And then, uh, you know, to, to open my grades and see straight A's and later be told that I was number one in my class, that was just pretty startling. And I, I wasn't accustomed to that type of, uh, of success and it opened a variety of doors uh, immediately after law school, I, uh, I clerked at a state Supreme court for a justice where it was my job to draft judicial opinions and take the first crack at them. And then the judge would take them over and refine them and, and turn them into a final product. But, uh, that was, that was heady stuff as a, as a young recent law grad to be writing decisions argued by some of the most esteemed attorneys in town, you know, uh, that was, that was impressive stuff. Uh, later I was an adjunct professor at law school teaching young lawyers. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, very, very bright people. Um, and then I, I kind of had to step away from that because, uh, my practice was just, uh, uh tugging at me too strongly. 
worked on some billion-dollar business deals, including working on the permitting of what I'm told is the longest uh, new railroad in the lower 48 states since World War II. That we're hoping we're hoping to get word shortly of that uh, construction certificate from the U.S. Surface Transportation Board. Uh, working on standing up a nuclear research facility to focus on uh, molten molten salt uh, nuclear, which the, the curious thing about it is based on today's technology, it already only has 17% of the nuclear waste of a traditional light water reactor. But um, we're hoping that, you know, our lab is going to be researching how to reduce that even further that hopefully down the road, we will reduce all long-term nuclear waste. And, and let me explain how that works, because that sounds like that sounds like pie in the sky, right? So I better explain how that works. Um, so in, in a light water reactor, you have, you have a, a rod that is surrounded by coolant, okay? And that rod is radioactive material. It, it's in there for like eight years. And by the time you pull it out, it is effectively radioactive forever and ever and deadly. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a molten salt reactor, it's, it's a reactor where you can actually pull out the radioactive isotopes, including those that are useful in nuclear medicine. And so what you do is you pull out the radioactive isotopes before they get super, you know, caustic for, for thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of years, right? So that you pull them out and you let them decay over decades. And, you know, after a few decades, then uh, the, the plan is that uh, they will decay in their half-life and they'll no longer be dangerous to human life. So anyway, you know, railroads, nuclear research facilities, there's other projects we're working on I can't really talk about because because they're still uh, under attorney-client privilege. But those are just some of the fun things I get to work on. You just <laughs> you just painted the picture of, of an extremely exciting career doing not just like life-changing work, like, yeah, you know, you'll impact communities. Like but those projects, like that railroad and that nuclear project, those are society changing kind of things. So that is, that is really big, impactful work. So I would like to, to discuss a little bit more about your uh, audio program. What inspired you to kind of put these things down and share it with others? Well, uh, you know, yeah, I've just, I've enjoyed a really uh, blessed uh, career and have just thought, you know what, what can I do to give back? How can I share some of the success with others? How can I help others? And I thought, you know, this, this audio program would be uh, a great way to do that. Uh, you know, I, I don't need to do this. I'm, I'm not one of those people who my greatest success is telling other people how to be successful. Instead, it's like, look, I, I've been successful and I, I just want to get back. You've been successful. You just want to give back. Um, you know, when I asked you to tell me a little bit more about your book, you said, well, the audio program, excuse me, explains how professionals are trained to confront opposition and prevail. It shares techniques and approaches on how to prepare for a challenge and how to effectively respond to threats. Could you share more on that? Sure, sure. So the focus is, um, so 
let me back up. There are basically three things you need to maximize your success in life. Okay. There, the first thing is your potential. And everyone has great potential, and maybe we can get into that. The second is your effort, just how, how hard you work at developing that potential and being your best. But then the third thing are the obstacles, the adversities, the challenges that you face in life, that those actually are a counterweight. They kind of, they kind of hold you back, okay? And uh, so this audio program focuses on how do you overcome those obstacles and challenges? How do you deal with that adversity? In mm. our society, there really is very little direct training in that field. Um, the military is one area where we train people how to deal with adversity and, and opposition. Uh, obviously, we do that for police officers. And then the third area in our society where we allow formal training in overcoming opponents is the law, where you're trained to confront an opposing opponent and to prevail. And other than that, you know, engineers aren't trained in that, pharmacists aren't trained in that, artists aren't trained in that. Most of society, we're trained in something, but we're not taught how to deal with adversity, regardless, everybody deals with it. And so um, this covers how professionals are trained to confront an opponent and prevail. Uh, some, of, some of the things that, uh, that they deal with and, and how that can be applied in everyday life by anybody. So it seems like you're breaking down something that, as you mentioned, was typically reserved for the elite and you're disseminating it to, to everyone in a pretty easy to understand format. Um, but is there anybody that this is specifically for? Well, it's, it's in particular, it's for those people that, you know, they kind of, they sense that they're talented. They sense they have tremendous potential, but maybe they haven't quite realized that yet. Uh, also businesses that, uh, that want to grow. This is, uh, has some great stuff for folks who want to grow and, and how they can uh, expand from where they are to where they want to be. What, what it describes, um, it, it does describe my own, uh, what's the right word, just path of how I kind of went from one level where I was a housekeeper. I graduated from college. Mm. I wanted to go to law school. I couldn't get in. Everybody turned me down. And then what it took to jump to be a top performing attorney, right? And, and so how do you change levels? How do you level up? And, and I don't just mean one level. I mean many levels. And, um, you know, so anyone who wants to do that, 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 that's who it would apply to. Anybody that wants to level up. And that was the ultimate level up in your life going from the worst the worst student to like, you got, you got straight A's. You're at the top of your class in law school to becoming a top performing attorney working on society changing projects, man. Um, what else? I mean, what, what do you hope to get from the experience of, of sharing this? What, you know, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind here? Uh, you got me on that one, Chris. I never even thought of that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not trying to leave any legacy. I'm just trying to help people. 
I'm just mm. I'm just trying to put something out there that'll be useful for folks, and that uh, that, that that will help them. And and as for any attention for me, I'm I, I I'm not interested in that. Mm. These are incredibly humble responses from a very very successful man. Um, worst to first, I can't wait for this. Um, can you share a little bit? more about how people can find you potentially uh, get their copy of the uh, audio program and any other, any other next steps that they could take um, to kind of get access to this information. Sure. Worst to first, it's being published by Nightingale Conan. Nightingale Conan has been the leader in audio programs, uh, particularly in the personal development field for many, many years. Zig Ziglar, um, you know, Earl Nightingale, Napoleon Hill, uh, you just, you kind of go down the list of the who's who, Jack Canfield, all those guys have programs with Nightingale Kona. I'm very uh, happy to be able to, to join with them. Uh, and so you can get it at uh, my website. You can pre-order it. It should be released later this month in November. Uh, my website, erictoddjohnson.com. And you can, uh, you know, you can pre-order there. And then in a few weeks, uh, you know, just download it directly once it's released. Worst to first is the name of the program. Thanks for tuning in to the Foundations podcast series. Please leave us a review and subscribe. Want to reach out to me? Just find me on LinkedIn in the show notes below, and I'd be happy to talk.